pushing the boundaries of expectations, rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. We share your hunger for a life without limits. Greetings and welcome back to your Kinetic Belief Podcast for manifesting your abundant life. So glad to have all of you back with us today. Hey, if you'd like to receive an occasional encouraging text message from me, text the word Kinetic to 844-844-0049. StephenCanyon.com is the website. Follow us on Instagram at Stephen Canyon. And also, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss an episode. Hello, Miss Maggie. Hello, Stephen. How are you? I am explosive. You've been with very excitement. invigorated all week, and both <laughs> of us in anticipation up today. I think. Well, I have really missed podcasting, so when it finally happens, I just I can I can barely talk. You know what's <laughs> I'm really so excited. you know what's really crazy about doing the once a week podcast now what? is that we're still doing it every day. We just don't have the mics on, and in <laughs> fact, we're you're like. Capture that. Why don't we? Why don't we run? Let's record this. What you just said is pretty awesome, Maggie. Oh man, that's so true. But I have to say, I feel like sometimes I'm more filled with nonsense if if the mic's not on. But that's what I love about you. Oh, All thank you, you. You and your nonsense. I'm hey, so nonsensical. We are celebrating today. We are. Yeah. How about a toast? And I will lift up my glass of almond milk. <laughs> to the new series of paintings that you've been working oh, on. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. You've been creating for most of the summer yes. from the walkabouts that we've been doing here in the uh, Rockies up in Colorado. Yes. And your paintings of aspen forests and rivers. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, I love the teepees that you place in them, and it is such a reminder of the Huga space. I mean, the snow. Okay, you piled up in one of your paintings that I love. You piled the snow up against a teepee, and there's the warm glow of the fire inside of that. And it is a hygge space in the forest. I want to get in there. That's what I always think. And I have to say, when I'm painting it, I feel like I am. In, in there. I feel like I'm inhabiting the, the painting, the idea, the space that I'm creating. Well, now, I see you out painting in the forest, but then you add things that uh, they that aren't there. Right. It's kind of like Bob Ross. In your, <laughs> yes. in your world, you're put you're creating some oh. sticks and, and, of course, the teepees. Yes. Well, and with our, all of our travels, I just haven't had the, the time. And so it feels so good, finally, to get back into um, really my favorite art form, I have to say. I've, I've painted and, and sketched and created like this my entire life. And I, there's not much I love more. Well, what's really, creating. really sweet about it is that those paintings are now available on our website. <laughs> they and are. Uh, the sale of your paintings is in support of One Love, which is a nonprofit organization for promoting unconditional love all over the world. Yeah. So, uh, KBs, if you'd like to have one of Megan's originals, just go to the <laughs> website at stephenkenya.com and take a look at the new series that she's been yeah. putting into place. So exciting. I'm so proud of you. You know, it's so funny. Like, that, it, it's so hard to finish a painting. <laughs> it's so it's it's almost as if the the closer you get to the end. And I was wondering if it's like this with music for you. Um, the closer you get to finishing, the it's 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 as if a squeeze is being put on you because you only need a few tiny little details to complete. It's not these huge strokes. Well, if I go into my head, it's difficult to finish. Mm. I have to stay. Yes. I have to stay in that place of of source mm-hmm. and of flow True. in order for me to complete any music because I, just, I, yeah. I don't have it, – it gets pretty squirrely. 
I have to say, <laughs> I absolutely I implement kinetic belief throughout these processes because you're right. When you go into your head, you can feel it, and and it it's definitely almost fear based, as if you're more afraid of messing something up than creating something beautiful. So that, kinetic belief is, and that's why hard. I think being pressured, if you're mm-hmm. an artist of any kind, to finish something or to do it just for money. Or any reason other than the the free expression of creation mm-hmm. and getting into the flow of of one source of your creator working through you, the knowledge and mm-hmm. wisdom of your gifting flowing through you. If you get out of that, well, it just becomes a a, a left brained pursuit of trying to accomplish something for a reason other than <laughs> than the awareness of the beauty and the expression that's already it already exists within you. Wow, knowing knowing exactly where all of that is supposed to flow from as a creative is I you know, it's definitely a skill that I have developed and kinetic belief has helped me do that for sure, because it, it heightens the awareness of where you're working from. And it's absolutely necessary in the in the art world. Well, it is. And it's necessary. It's not prevalent in the art world, is it? But you know, for and this is true, and I've never, I've talked to people who write poetry, for example, or when I'm writing, like we did the the uh, the journal, when I'm writing in in my the book that I'm working on or working on music, whatever it is, if I'm not in that flow, it's almost it, well, it's transcendental, and you get out of your thoughts and into the moment of spaciousness, mm. where you're away from labels and you allow the flow of creativity and expression and and unctions and the intuition of that to work through you mm-hmm. and you know when you're in it yes. you can you can just time stand still doesn't it you'll find that you've been sitting in an awkward or standing in an awkward position for the last four hours while painting and working on your forest and you're unaware of the the physical discomfort because you are removed from the physical presence and into an intuitive presence which mm-hmm. is beyond the now wow Am I right? <laughs> can I get is a that, is that what amen? You, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's you sure great. Can, but create, creating um, it as a kinetic believer, find you know everyone can find their groove. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're running a cash register in a in a a, a grocery store somewhere. There is a flow that you can get into. That it's just the beauty of expression and movement mm-hmm. and an awareness that. Wow. Um, there's nothing like it. Well, we hear from so many kinetic believers throughout the week and throughout the month. And, it, you know, I do find it very difficult to choose, <laughs> to choose an email, to choose a text message that someone has sent in uh, to to present to you on the podcast. But I love, I have to say, I, I just love the name of the location where this one was sent in from. This is from Danny in Limerick, I- Ireland. Isn't that great? In Limerick, Ireland. <laughs> love Ireland. Yeah. I love the name. But mm-hmm. he's asking, he says, I know the world is filled with an abundance of just about anything I can think of, but where exactly does the abundance come from? Oh, good question. Danny, Danny yes. boy. Hey, you know, when we talk about the abundance, when we talk about the abundance of good health, for example, or abundance of joy, abundance of happiness, of wealth, there's something that and I know for sure is that, first of all, it's important to realize that the universe wants you to have an abundant life. In fact, the Bible says that God's desire is to bless you so much that there will be no thing that is missing or that is broken in your life. And now that's abundance, isn't it? Yes. We live in an abundant universe, Danny. Abundance is everywhere. And 
It's in all places at all times. And, but if you don't live or if you don't create an abundant life, um, then, you know, uh, the question comes up, well, where do I go to find it? How do I know if me living in Limerick versus London is going to attract abundance into my life? It has nothing to do with place, first of all. Recognize that abundant life isn't, it doesn't come by taking it. It doesn't come by forcing it either. It's kind of like we were talking about with artistic pursuits. There mm-hmm. is a flow for abundance, yeah. just like there is for creative unctions. So instead of forcing it, instead of taking it by force, you allow abundance to happen. You let it come through you from the inside out. In other words, the order to release your abundance is placed and filled from within. You know, and I, and I really relate to this question because I think whenever we are in a tight spot in life, when I reflect on my past, whenever we're in a tight spot, especially financially, the, the worry and the intensity of that can be so loud that the idea of just releasing the flow of abundance uh, it can be so difficult to to inhabit and really get a hold of because the other is so strong well that's a good point because the intensity of a negative will it'll draw your attention and then by focusing mm. on the in, in what you're saying maybe someone's in lack financial lack if you focus on the lack then you are going to miss the abundance that is requires your focus as well you focus on the abundant life that you desire, and you do it as often as possible. When you think about your desires every morning, think about your desires every night, the good desires, not the lack, but think about what you would like to see show up in your life with an abundance. And as many times as you possibly can throughout the day, as you can, as you can think about it, and you can take a break and and just go meditate on the abundance. because And you'll know when you're doing it correctly. You'll know when you're beginning to move into the flow because you begin to feel good inside. And the universe starts moving you toward the abundance that you are imagining to attract. You see, the mind is movement. The mind is movement. And your body is the physical manifestation of that movement. And concentrating your, your thinking Well, it's like taking a river that's twisting and turning and meandering all over the countryside and putting it into a straight, smooth channel for an uninterrupted flow. You know, I love how you how you just told us to make sure that we're focusing on the desires that we want to attract, because something that happens to me often when I'm journaling is the journal will prompt me something you've you've some directive that you've put in there. It will prompt me to articulate what I want. And many times when we are in lack, it's as if all that we know is is what we don't want. And that doesn't work because it, we're still focusing on the lack. We're still focusing on the negative. And so it seems simple to articulate what you want, but it, it's not so simple. And, and many times when I'm journaling, I, I find that that's been the issue all along that I don't even know. I, I just know that I, what I don't want, which I think is really interesting. Well, knowing what you don't want, again, if you're not careful, draw your focus and your attention to what you don't want. Yeah. And you keep manifesting what you don't want <laughs> as a result of that. Right. But now let me up the ante just a little bit, because holding an image of, an, of abundance in your thinking mind doesn't affect your life in a positive way either. It's more than that. 
When you turn that image over to your awakened conscious mind, your whole world will begin to change. And that's because the image, like you're mentioning even in your journaling, the image within your higher being, it alters your weaker ego. And that higher expectation then expresses itself through your physical body in this energized action. Mm. But if the image changes, there's a knock on the door from a bill collector, and the image changes. If it goes back to the egoic mind, oh, what am I going to do? And you start to reason with it, doubting and worrying about it. And if you are fearful, then the attraction changes. As soon as you become worried about it, your attraction changes. If you are doubting financial um, bliss showing up in your life, the attraction changes. It wavers, and the confusion of double-mindedness will not attract your desire. I think it's fascinating that you're also telling us exactly where the positive source or the negative source, what, what it's actually inhabiting, because you're not just talking about focusing on lack focusing on not having abundance. You're saying, look, that's in, that's happening in the ego. And so that also gives us what I always love, a good red flag, a good trigger to know that, hey, we have dropped into the ego. We have to raise our vibration and get back into that higher self where, where all the good things are happening. Every kinetic belief is not a good thing. It, kinet, right. Every kinetic belief sets up an attraction. A kinetic belief can be a negative, it can be a positive, but every single kinetic belief sets up an attraction, and every action sets up an equal and opposite reaction. Mm. So you can see why it's essential to hold the image that you want, Maggie. And and, uh, in this case, the image of abundance of any kind in your mind as long and as frequently as possible. Affirmations become uh, vitally important, don't they? That's so important to know, to remember that what can kinetic belief really is, because any more than you can say that gravity is always a positive outcome for someone, um, you can't (laughs) say that kinetic belief is. And so understanding and and recognizing that it is a tool, it is a very, it's the most powerful tool in the universe. And we have it at our our disposal, but um, making sure that we know how to use it is imperative. Yeah. And just like, it's just like making sure you know how to use gravity correctly is imperative too, because a four-year-old learns very quickly the negatives of gravity, don't they? Yes. the knees are the taking the brunt of the lesson. <laughs> I'm thinking about all the teenage boys that go up on the roof, right? And they have the sheet and they have the thing. And I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. like a rite of passage or yeah, something. It's not going to work. Just he needs to find out the hard <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, let though, him right? go. <laughs> but you know, it's how you create an abundance belief which moves everything of a like nature or of a like kind in your direction. Everything is energy. Mm. This table, you, me. The cameras, the lights, everything is energy, including your thoughts, and your emotions are made up of energetics. Each message that you think and that you say with feeling carries specific energy that you send out into the universe, and the universe is where all things originate from. Danny, the the universe is where all abundance is located and, and to be deposited within you. And so it's where your life enfolds from. However, the most potent manifesting vehicles are the thoughts that you intentionally think over and mm. over again until you stop reasoning with it and you just stop the cognitive yeah buts 
arguing with the good thing, coming up with excuses why you'll fail and, and why you'll never succeed. I've always thought that's such a powerful concept and an interesting one. The idea that our thoughts can have a level of aggression attached to them, whether it's passion or emotion, mm-hmm. maybe even fear. Uh, but that's why you're always telling us to make sure that we we imagine to the point of feeling mm-hmm. so that that mm-hmm. can fuel mm-hmm. these desire, these desirous thoughts that are going to propel us in one direction or the other. It'll fuel it, but also to let you know when you are attached to a thought, mm-hmm. because the, you know, these are the thoughts and the ideas that you get emotionally involved with, that you're attached with, that you know that, okay, because I'm feeling it and I'm emotionally involved with this thought and this idea – then I know that I'm a, that I am in attraction mode, mm. and it's then through the repetition of affirmations that you begin to kinetically believe it, and the questions and all of the doubts and all those reasonings that you previously had attract the answers of solutions, mm. and the the motivation that comes from the emotions and the feelings like I got this attract the answers and the the solutions to the questions that you have. The serendipitous encounters that align all of your opportunities with the higher consciousness begin to enfold in your life. And that's when the phone starts to ring and you meet the stranger at the corner that's got all the answers to what you're looking for. You know, I think Connected Belief is so great because for me, it always it's always constantly tethering real life to the highest self, which can feel so ethereal and otherworldly, and yet we're experiencing it. So I just, like what you just said, for example, you know, yes, we have to understand kinetic belief, the highest self, the ego, but at the end of the day, we also just have to basically hype ourselves up <laughs> about mm-hmm, the right. things that we're desiring and that we're chasing and wanting. Well, that's the pep rally, using <laughs> it at halftime in the locker room, and the coach is, is going, you can win, yeah. you can win, you can win, you can win, you can win. Everybody say it with me, I can win. And I, I can, can win, win. and can you say win. it over and over and over again <laughs> yeah. uh, enough until you, the feeling is accompanying what you're saying and wow. the thoughts that you're having, and those are the thoughts then that create abundant results that have the positive emotional uh, uh, reaction to what you're saying. And, and what do you do? You run out of the locker room ready to take no prisoners, as they say. <laughs> I love that. So th- the more consistently that you focus on abundance in your life. The faster you create an abundance Mm. vibration that works in harmony with the universe to bring more richness into your life. And if you want to attract more abundance into your life, who doesn't? But if you want to do that and you made the determination that, yes, I am ready, um, Uncle Steve and Aunt Maggie, and I want to attract more abundance (laughs) in my life, you got to know that you were created with the authority to call for abundance to manifest. You have a right. You have an inalienable right. You've got the authority. You've got the the. Uh, everything that you will ever need to call for it to show up in your life. You have to acknowledge that, though. You cannot be timid about this. You can't be doubting and wavering in your identity. You can't be um, entertaining thoughts of failure and defeat and, and remembering what they told you back whenever, when, that you aren't worth what you think you are and listening to the bullies and the border bullies in your life. No, look, in, in all of the universe— From one end of it to the other, you are God's highest form of creation, and you are capable of being, you are capable of doing, and you are capable of having anything that you desire. Speaking to the consistency that you just mentioned, something you you told me recently that helped me so much, and I want to share it with all the other KBs out there, 
is that every step counts. Moving forward is what counts, whether it's one step or maybe you've taken, you're able to take a giant leap in the right direction that way. But the, the, what really matters is the direction that you're pointing mm. and not turning to the left mm. or to the right of that. So I, that was very encouraging to me, though, because we all have different types of days. You have victorious, you're on top of the world days. You woke up feeling that way. And then maybe you have somewhere literally to take one step in the right direction takes all the energy that you have. And that's OK. And I found that to be um, just very empowering. Oh, that's such a great point. Be a forward thinker, looking ahead, not looking to the side, not looking backwards. You will not attract what you really want unless you unless and until you believe that you deserve it. And and you got to be you have to prepare a place for it. Uh, hang on, that was just that hit me, Steve. So unless we say that one more time, I want to hear it again. Well, you're not going to attract what you desire and, and until you believe that you deserve it. Believe that you deserve you it. You deserve it. Yes. By God, you deserve it. Mm. You are here breathing air, so you deserve it. Don't let anybody tell you that you don't deserve it, that you're not one. You're not in the right class. You're not you don't have the right job or the education. Any That is all bogus, and it is designed to defeat you. Get out from under that condemnation and believe it, that you mm-hmm. deserve it. But then you got, you've got to go and prepare a place for your little weird deserved, deserved self. You have <laughs> yes. to have a place for abundance <laughs> to show up. Yes. A qualified space, qualified being that you agree that you are qualified. You agree that you deserve it. You deserve what God and the universe has stored up for you to show up in your life and, and to feel good about yourself. You got to separate yourself from negative beliefs to feel good about yourself and to feel like you deserve it. You got to get away from negative people. You have to get away from negative reasonings and you have to put down your own negative ego. If you have to take it by the earlobe, march it to the back door and throw it out into the yard. When you said make room for, (laughs) I just saw that. (laughs) Don't come back in. Me throwing me out. I'll chase you out of here (laughs) with a broom. That's pretty great. Right. But when you when you just said um, making room for these things that you deserve to show up, I had this vision of quite literally clearing out space because our lives are so packed with clutter and things accumulate over time. It's sort of like the basement or the attic that, that we all sort of maybe grew up with in grandma's house. I mean, it's just full of stuff from the past hundred years. And so I'm wondering, are we? is it always going to require some sort of letting go or sacrifice or release to make room for something new. I would, you know, a lot of people would call it sacrificial, but if it's sacrificial to take the garbage out, then (laughs) sacrifice yourself. Mm. Get the trash out of the house because to do so is to tell you that it's to agree that I'm valuable, that I am worth it, and recognizing and accepting the fact that you deserve it aligns you with how miraculous you are. And it'll also let you know that you deserve the best that life has to offer, not because of who you are, but because of who whose you are. You didn't create yourself. So recognize the Creator's handiwork in your life and accept it and mm-hmm. love yourself the way that the Creator loves you. And now you've begun to prepare the space for abundance to show up in your life. This is a powerful perspective, this concept of making sure that we're viewing ourselves from the 
perspective of the creator because mm-hmm. that you're right that is going to give us so much power so much value so much worth because when we just look at our little selves you know compared to the eight billion others and however many other billion have existed mm-hmm. before us and will come later it can feel very insignificant and That's, so yeah. just the you're right just the fact that we have been created and that we can see ourselves through the creator's eyes that is that is powerful you were created in the image of the creator you were created in the image of God with the same ability to imagine, with the same ability to desire and to be grateful and to speak words and to act and and, and all of those things in alignment and in accordance with the way your creator created you to create. Mm-hmm. In other words, you need to, to get over yourself, to find yourself, get out of your ego to change your perspective, to transcend above the smaller self and to have the right lens for living your best life and attracting abundance into your life. So set aside some time to fantasize about the life you want to live and experience. Because this is why the kind of journaling that we've been talking about changes your life. And it attracts and it manifests abundance into your life. And it can it can only be done by you. No one's gonna can show up and, and journal for you. No one can take you by the hand <laughs> and uh, and pass life's tests for you. Not your spouse or your best friend and no one. This is the part that you are here to do and it's and not to be um, uh, uh, looked down upon, but it's a privilege to live your best life. In your journal, make a list of every make a list of everything as you would desire for it to be, and do everything that you would like uh, to experience um, by writing it down. Anything that you can think of that you would love to experience, the things that you would like to have, guilt-free, worry, and doubt-free, even if you feel it is just you know way beyond your ability right now. And then when you're finished with your vision, like you were saying a little while ago, read it over each day. See where you are. Mm-hmm. Read over your vision. And as you carry it then forward on your journey, continue to add to it and perfect it. And then every thought that you have is going to be either aligned with higher consciousness in in alignment with the things that you're journaling and the, the imagination that you're using to see your life in the way that you would desire it for, for it to be, where there is no fear. Or, you know, you can see when the ego starts to show up and it starts to worry about this one thing. Well, I'm not so sure you should be flying planes because, remember, you're afraid of heights. <laughs> Those things will, will – it's a quick check under the hood of manifestations to see where you are in your, your um, perfected higher imaginations and your higher visions for your own life. Check your worries and look, at, look for places where doubt is starting to seep in. And where you start to reasoning with uh, your highest viewpoints for living and you're coming up with questions. The the ego loves a committee. And a committee serves the ego by talking (laughs) itself out of its higher life. Mm. Every single person, Maggie, is experiencing a life that is created by what they've been talking about. They're experiencing a life by what they obsessively think about. Because that's what they're manifesting around them. You're, people are talking about the life that they are experiencing, and they're experiencing the life that they're talking about. Well, which came first? It's what you're talking about that is expressing itself through the life that you're living. Are you thinking about and are you talking about the full, the fullness of adventure 
of a future that's filled with adventure? Or are you talking about the failings of the past? Are you talking about the negative conversations? Are you talking about the phone call you just got from a family member that's telling you what's wrong with you? What are you you talking about? What are you thinking about? Because that's creating what you're going to experience tomorrow. The theme of that last segment was really influencers from, you know, outside influencers, whether it's friends or family or acquaintances, maybe people you work with. But I'm wondering how important is it really going to be to put a, to raise your standard, to put a demand on the type of relationships that you're willing to really have? Because when I first uh, got into kinetic belief, understood it, and even throughout the past years, you know, going through the process, because obviously you form relationships along the way. It took me so long to understand that uh, it's not just the lack of negativity that makes a relationship okay, but it's the presence of encouraging and championing that makes it appropriate for a kinetic believer. And I'm just wondering how much that really is going to affect the the process of manifesting this life. Well, I would, you know, it's difficult to put a percentage on it, but I would say approach it like it's 100% um, abs- an absolute for the kind of life you're going to live. It is vitally important to your health, mm-hmm. vitally important to your wealth, your joy, your happiness, and your well-being and the kind of life that you're going to experience. Whatever it is that you are opening yourself up to and giving others access to, what, whatever they're bringing to the table is absolutely going to form your life. Remember that the results that you're currently getting are a a manifestation of your past, a manifestation of your current present um, relationships and, and thought processes, or the results that you're getting right now are a manifestation of your future expectations and desires that you've been journaling. So the choice is yours. And it's really quite, it's that simple. But I will tell you this. The joyful, abundant life that, well, all of us desire. I'm going to, I'm just going to take a gamble on that. I think we all desire (laughs) joy and and abundant life. It's fully accessible from the abundant, limitless imagination of what you desire to come. And it, it is available from meditating on forward thinking. Forward thinking is using your ego as a tool in a positive way, to create an imaginative desire with gratitude and, and, and a language for speaking, calling things that aren't necessarily manifested into your life as of yet, as though it already is. And then you attract what you desire, and you raise your thoughts to align with all things being possible, and then imagine them manifesting without sorrow to align with your highest being. Wow. So you do all this by deciding, you know what, I'm going to go there in my thoughts. And I'm going to do this intentionally in the morning. I'm going to do it intentionally at the water fountain. I'm going to do it intentionally (laughs) while I am safely being driven somewhere. I'm going to do it intentionally when I'm laying in, in my bed at night and going to sleep. These are my thoughts that I'm going to think upon. Remember, tell the committee of your egoic, reasoning, doubtful self that you don't have to know how to get what you want. You just need to know how to get what you want. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And that is the way. You don't don't need to know where to go to get it. 
You just need to know that it is already there and it's in abundance and it's going to come to you in the manner that we've been discussing. I love how you're breaking this down so clearly for, for us today, understanding exactly where abundance comes from and that it's directly tied to our valuation system for ourselves, and then making sure that we are are blocking any negative influences that are going to try to turn us off the path that we have that we have set ourselves upon and that we've committed to. The most critical part of this process, Maggie, is making the decision to do all these things we're talking about and to do them correctly. And then, gosh darn it, get excited about it. Don't <laughs> don't act like you're going to a funeral while expecting a, a million dollars to show up. How would you be if the the check showed up at the door? Well, I think you'd probably be pretty darn excited, right? Well, find that enthusiasm. Get that excited, even if you don't have the check in hand, because that's what attracts it. The universe can't stand a party that doesn't have any uh, participants. Mm -hmm. So start the party, and they're going to show up. Uh, people want to see what's what's burning. So so start the fire of enthusiasm in your life, and the universe responds to that. It's what flips your cognitive thinker over to higher consciousness. You get emotionally stirred up. You get excited with the enthusiasm of a child who knows that they know that they are going to do their favorite thing, and then they internalize it with gratitude for the abundance of their desire being theirs already. A kid doesn't know failure. They just are excited for the candy store, Mm -hmm. and they know it's in their future. And so the enthusiasm comes when the child is convinced that it belongs to them. Go there and adopt that enthusiasm and, and make it yours. If you don't feel like it, then... You do it anyway, and the feeling will follow. This is not being controlled by feelings and and emotions, by the way. Anyone that can control their emotions and feelings can attract anything that they want in this life. That's one of my favorite things about kinetic belief, and I'm not sure that I could have fully understood it before going through the process, but kinetic belief, as as you're always telling us, it's so holistic. So let's say that you are, let's use the, the million dollar analogy. That's always a good one. Um, you think that that's all you want. I want a million dollars, but you you don't understand that it's the it's the the relationships that need to be perfected first. It's your self image so that the million dollars isn't harmful to you. It's the way that you see others. It's the way that you want to contribute. It's your artistic self that needs to come to the surface. And something that is just so beautiful and that I, I have such a gratitude for is how kinetic belief prepares you anything that you are working to manifest if it hasn't shown up yet you you can know beyond any doubt that it's because you are being prepared you are being perfected to receive that thing so that it is the highest blessing for you and i think that's wonderful because then not only is it a blessing but you have you have you're becoming a powerhouse you get to become the person beyond your wildest dreams that's the beauty of all of this is you don't need to know exactly how to deal with whomever is in your life what happens is, is, as you begin to write down in your journal in great detail and visualize it and feel it and see it and taste it, and you're being positive about this thing, and you're claiming it and you're receiving it, the wisdom for the, and, and the unctions of your, from your genius of purpose begin to reveal to you the things in your life that need to be changed in order for you to receive and manifest the thing that you're imagining to receive. And so you create a script, you create a language that describes your life when you have it as it will be. And then 
then it becomes a very, like you said, a holistic approach to receiving these things. Mm-hmm. Something all of a sudden doesn't quite fit. It's a square peg in a trying to go into a round hole. The the holistic's becoming you. Mm-hmm. And whatever becomes you is starting to move other things that don't fit into this this sphere of influence that's being transformed. It doesn't fit anymore. Yeah. And so it becomes very apparent. So you don't have to have the you don't have to just cognitively know what you've got to change. When you begin doing this process of kinetic belief, the wisdom and and things things will come to you that you can't even put words to. You just know that you know it and you know her. And that's good enough. Mm-hmm. And so feel good as if you already have your desire. Work on the emotion. Do the pep rallying in the the presence of your now, because this is the process of kinetically believing that you have it. Mm. And and then when you when you make a committed decision that you know what you're willing to stand forever, that you're not willing to turn to the left, you're not willing to turn to the right, you're not willing to cave in and quit. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care how bad they say it's going to be. I am not going to stop, regardless of what the circumstances may look like. I will not quit. If you can get that attitude. The achievement of your goal will happen when your thoughts are absent, any form of doubt and worry and fear. Well, that attitude really becomes a lifestyle, doesn't it? Because I know many times it can feel as though this is just something you, it's another side project that you need to insert into your life. But this, this has to blanket everything. It has to permeate every corner of your life because one block in, from one you know, unknowing, unwitting relationship can block the entire process. And so allowing this just to drip down and completely cover every facet of, the, of your life as it is, is not only important, but it's going to feel so good because it's full commitment. Well, that's actually what it means to believe. Yeah. B- believing is the, the word belief is misunderstood by most people. You know, I believe in this this counter that this countertop here, but it, it, if I'm not adhering to it and relying upon it as my truth, then I don't really believe it. I can believe in the existence of it, but that's not the kind of belief that we're talking about. Mm. Believing is knowing that in your imagination you are already where you want to go. That's believing. It's a kinetic belief, the kinetic energetics of belief that we're talking about that produces results. Imagine life from that place. Imagine life from the place that you want to be, that you see yourself in your journal. Imagine in your life how it would feel and emotionally feel to be in that place. Mm. Make that your home because the moment your belief matches any alternative, the moment you wake up from that and you look around and go, oh, well, this is this is my real life. So. If, if you align your belief with this being your reality, any alternative, any version of failure, of not being successful, you fuse your position in this universe with it. And the universe will, which will not judge you, by the way, will give you the failure that you've justified to receive in your life. Well, that's the epitome of, of the outcome of kinetic belief working in any circumstance, isn't it? Mm. Just like we were talking about gravity, how it's not always a positive outcome. We have to work it. We have to use it and directionally, you know, appropriate it toward the things that we that we're do, that we're wanting to show up. That's right. That's why it's so important. You know, you when you feel bad and you call mom and say, "Mom, I feel like I've got a cold." And uh, I feel like I'm coming down with something. Don't do that because you are expressing a negative belief and you can be certain that you're going to receive the negative results of the negative thing that you just told to your 
maybe your negative mama. Um, but anyway, you're going to manifest because you're aligning yourself in a kinetic belief way with a negative thing. It is the alignment for positive results that is the activation and the projection of abundant desires and and abundant plans and idealistic conditions, exciting circumstances, and the synchronicities that attract your idea to fruition, to manifestation, to where you can step into it and put it on and enjoy it and drive it down the road if, if that's what it was. <laughs> well, in the way that you just described that process, you know, it's really important for us to make sure that we are reframing, redefining things in life. For example, when you are presented, let's take the cold scenario, when you're presented with cold symptoms, they're not real until you receive them as real. Mm-hmm. And so seeing all these all these different things that just seemingly randomly show up in our life, seeing them as opportunities for us to make a decision, that's completely different than than what we're taught before kinetic beliefs. So making sure that we're going through life understanding that our, our authority, dominion, our word is the defining word, mm-hmm. and we're always making these choices and choosing the path. It's not choosing us. Yeah, you can feel a symptom of a cold, but it's not until you take an action. It's it's not until you pick up the phone and you're going to put a put a voice to it and and make a phone call to seat it so that it puts roots down, and then the symptom becomes far more than just a a, a symptom, and it takes root and becomes sickness. There's a difference there. Look, you can't attract abundance just by thinking about it often. You've got to also act on those thoughts. Mm, With with without the kinetic energetics of movement added to your belief, well, it's just wishful thinking. Just wishing you had a million dollars isn't going to manifest it. Where's the action that involves a kinetic energetic of you moving toward what you're attracting into your life? In other words, the law of attraction applies to your physical actions as well as to your cognitive and to your emotional states. Every action that you take is dictated by your state of consciousness, and your position sends out a signal into the universe which is your God-given authority. It's your creative power to be able to choose what you will experience. And then it's directly linked to the types of things that you manifest or to what you don't manifest into your life. I like that you're presenting all of these ideals and truths today as the ultimate truth, because many times it can feel as though we're just choosing one reality over another. But you're really demonstrating and, and telling us today who we really are. There's one reality. There's one true reality. There's one higher truth. There's one higher consciousness that that all things truly come from that are eternal and that we're experiencing now. And so I, I just love this concept that what we're choosing is truth. What we're choosing is our truest self, our highest self, because everything else is, I don't want to say simulation, but it's not it's not who we were ever intended to be. Um, and, and, and that's coming through, especially from the idea of seeing ourselves as the creator sees us, mm-hmm. making yeah. sure that we're seeing ourselves in the original form that we're always un- unbecoming back to. Well, here's spe- speaking to the creator. Here's, here's where grace comes in. Yeah. 
somebody says, well, I just have all these rotten thoughts all the time, Stephen. What am I supposed to do with that? I can't help it. The thoughts are coming, and, and God knows they're negative, and I sure don't want those showing up in my life. How do I keep those? Look, thoughts are like birds that fly over. You can't, you can't prevent a bird from flying over your head, but you can prevent a bird from building a nest in your hair. <laughs> so there is a resp- you've got yes. responsibility when it comes to the thoughts that are just coming through. But here's the here's where grace comes in. It's not until you take an action in alignment with the thought that puts that thought in motion to attract and manifest into your life. When you take actions that are linked to thoughts and feelings of, say, abundance, you send out positive expansive energy that magnetizes the substance of what it is that you desire. The universe is ready to overwhelmingly bless every single person. That's not the question. The universe is prepared to do that. It's not a respecter of persons. Whoever you are, you were created with that authority and with and, and also as something, someone, a higher spiritual being that deserves it and so the universe is waiting for your beckoning call and this is the we're taught this is how you send out the beckoning call the universe was created with a, with a storehouse of abundance a storehouse of everything that you could ever think of or imagine so choose carefully what it is that you will think of or imagine to put action toward Everybody has a code to the storehouse, to your, to your storage unit. You've got a code to enter into your storehouse of abundance. And the code, the combination is, is do you kinetically believe it? Do you kinetically believe it? Belief is not kinetic belief until it has emotion and gratitude mixed with it, a, an, an expectation mixed with it, an action mixed with it, a belief without motion. It's just wishful thinking. Wishful thinking leads to um, hope deferred, which just makes the heart sick. You know, kinetic belief won't always manifest overnight. And uh, we get emails all the time, Meg. Somebody says, well, I've... um, Steve, I've been working on this for a a couple of weeks now, and nothing's happening. Look, the the timing depends on the assembly requirements. Some things are more, more involved than others. And it and the intensity, here's the thing, the intensity of your gratitude is going to determine the the velocity of your kinetic belief, the velocity of the manifestation. The more excited you are because you know that you know that it is yours, the quicker you're going to manifest it. And, it, and it's not always going to be easy either because it requires the determination of a willingness to stand forever. But if you are... If you're resolved, if you're not double-minded, if you go to work toward your desire, the promise of creation is this, that the journey toward living more abundantly will be worth every rise and fall. It'll be worth every success, every blunder, and every revelation, and every suppression. And you're going to move from a life that is focused on your physical reality, which is just the illusion, to one that is focused on spirit and the expanded sense of self and sense of unity with the reality of what it is that you desire. Wow. You know, this miraculous journey, Meg, of the mind and the heart that we, we show up continually talking about changes every aspect of your life. Yes. And I can't say that with more 
um, uh, <laughs> prowess f- f- with more fervorance. I don't know. I just Gusto. I want to shout it. I want to <laughs> sitting on this stool becomes difficult because I know what I know. Mm-hmm. You just need to decide that if you're ready to receive what you were created to believe, to become what you were created to become, to love the way that you were created to love. The decision and the choice is yours. Either believe the lies and the condemnation and the judgments or believe the love and believe the victory and believe the life that you were created to live. Because it's imperative to the kinetic belief creative to live by the credence that all things that have form are transient. Nothing stays the same. So we don't want to live by what we see. In this realm, all things are void of any kind of enduring preeminence um, uh, and preeminence or, or permanence. There's there, Nothing is going to last forever, but this doesn't mean that things are unimportant. Importance is not measured by permanence. Change is a symptom of the presence of the essence of life. Where there is life, there will be change. That's life changes. It's blossoming. Nothing stays the same. Life is advancing to become more. There is, there's an ancient Japanese poem which um, emerged from the practice of Zen or from that of being present, which says, The morning glory blooms for an hour, yet it differs not at heart from the giant pine, which lives a thousand years. Mm. And like you were saying, it is the same sense of relative awareness that can find eternity in in just the grain of, of sand. From where we sit, you know, when we observe time and space just from the senses and we look out into the cosmos, we appear to be utterly insignificant. I mean, just meaningless, tiny, nothing. Meg, you showed me a video meme the other day that you found on Instagram that showed this young lady. She was looking toward the sky. And as that image began to pull back, revealing the clouds above her and then and then the atmosphere, and it kept going back. And then there was the curvature of the earth. And, and then, then there was the earth. And then it kept going back. And then there's the solar system. And then there's the galaxy and then constellations. And it kept going back until you could see the edge of the universe. And then the entirety of the universe universe with other universes becoming smaller and smaller and smaller than all the other universes <laughs> from the illusion of size we become in comparison like in in that meme utterly insignificant but this is the extreme attitude of a false philosophy and a lot of people use that this grand illusion that are they're just negatively concerned with their own affairs, and they can easily use the, the immensity of the universe and the billions of people that you were mentioning on the planet and all the, the bad news and all the stuff when you start looking around for excuses and apply all of that with what, with what you're observing from the lesser state of the mind, from the egoic mind, to that of the destiny of the entire human race, and you just take a pass, and these people will just opt out, and they become... Well, they become nihilistic in the belief that, you know what, they'll say that life is just meaningless. They'll say, well, you know, what's the purpose in even trying? It's just so, I'm so insignificant. And they'll, they'll just say like Doris Day sang in Alfred Hitchcock's movie, The Man Who Knew Too Much, que sera, sera, and the lyrics being, whatever will be, will be. You know, that, that's a victim's philosophy for life. But this is the failure of the, well, just like the Sticks song says, the grand illusion. And I'm not going to get through this today if I don't stop 
<laughs> comparing it to these things, but it's just a grand illusion. And the, the danger of living as though the empirical form, the, the few things around us, are, which are all made of the same stuff and the same particle energy, living like well, that's just all there is. You know, this is reality. This is life. Is that this paradigm of existence makes it easy to forget the original intention for every single weird person to abundantly prosper and also to not deny their place in the expanding order of the universe. This is a personal responsibility. Again, no one's going to do this for you. This is also what true humility is. To say about yourself what creation says about you, which is that you are perfectly made with the this inherent ability to attract and manifest your highest purpose of genius, and you deserve it. It belongs to you. You know, while astronomers like to point to our insignificance uh, beneath the stars, and I love looking at the star. We do. We we will lay out in the in the Colorado Rockies and. Oh, my goodness, the brilliance, the billions of stars you can see at night and looking up. And, and you know, I recognize that quantum physics has revealed that if we lift so much as a finger, we affect those stars. That's significant. And it's true, like all forms, that we are transient. Yes, that we have no lasting physical self. But the fabric of existence, even in this uh, cause and effectual universe is such that one, just one broken thread of intention may work immeasurable ruin in one's temporal existence. Look, consciousness, awareness, the creative power of kinetic belief increases rather than diminishes the importance of every individual human being. And the expanding cosmos may seem to have such little regard for you and for me. And it may seemingly let humans just, you know, physically die as if we just don't even matter. But value is in quality. It is not in quantity. An onion seed may be as round as the world. But as far as roundness is concerned, neither one is better than the other. Every human being is in themselves a small universe, and the advancing of each person's mind and their body and their soul is as complex as the, as the placement of the stars. And just because it's different in size, the infinite purpose of every person's individual universe is no less important than the entirety of the cosmos. Leon Alberti was an Italian Renaissance humanist, author, artist, architect, poet, priest, <laughs> linguist, uh, a philosopher. He was a, uh, a cryptographer, and he was, he was accomplished in more disciplines than just about, well, anybody else at that time. And, and it's from the storied manifestations of Alberti that the term we were discussing the other day, Renaissance man, came from. And he was, he was also written about as the universal man. I like that better. The universal man, which was an ideal that developed, and it was back in the 1400s, the idea that came out of observing Alberti's life was that, you know what, a person can do all things if they will. 
Isn't that something? If you are willing, you can do anything. If you are willing, you can have anything. If you are willing, you can be healthy. If you are willing, you can be wealthy. And the one that will is what is often considered to be a Renaissance person. The one that will is considered to be a universal person. So get up every morning. First things first, and get up with gratitude, acknowledging that, you know what, you are a Renaissance person. You are a Renaissance woman, a Renaissance man. You are a universal person, and you can do all things if you will. So today, I don't know about you, but I will. (laughs) I will. I will. Let's do it. Let's just work on some highest viewpoints if you're willing. Yes, I And, will. you know, we do these because we are affirming what we choose to believe. And we say it with, with meaning. And we say it with a vigor. We say it with a purpose and, and with a, a willingness to receive these things and putting down the negative thoughts by doing so. You can't think one thing negatively while speaking another one positively. It's not possible. So we overcome the negative thinking by affirming these positive thoughts and then we're gonna we're gonna go and put some action to it correct yes yes yes, yes. just say this i can choose to perfect any talent i can choose to perfect any talent to attract anything to attract anything and to manifest what i desire and to manifest what i desire nothing can stop my dreams nothing can stop my dreams from coming to me from coming to me and from me going to them and from me going to them greatness is attracted Greatness is attracted to my awesome greatness. To my awesome greatness, regardless of what anybody says. Regardless of what anyone says. And I am optimistically. I'm optimistically enthusiastically enthusiastically happy. Happy, just like you are. Just like you are about my future. About my future. Not because of what I see. Not because of what I see. But because of what I choose to believe. But because of what I choose to believe. I am strength. I am strength. I am courageous. I am courageous. I am healthy. I am healthy. I'm a Abundant. I'm abundant. And I am full of joy. I'm full of joy. I am love. I am love. Because it's how I was made. Because it's how I was made. I observe the positive energetics. I observe the positive energetics. In every situation. In every situation. And in everyone. And in everyone. And I am attracted. And I am attracted. To align with positivity. To align with positivity. And where I don't see it. Where I don't see it. I am it. I am it. I'm advancing in the right direction. I'm advancing in the right direction. In the way that I was created to prosper. In the way that I was created to prosper. And you know what? And you know what? The past is gone. The past is gone. I choose to enjoy living my life today. I choose to enjoy living my life today. I am growing in the wisdom. I'm growing in the wisdom of abundance. Of abundance. And increase is flowing to me. And increase is flowing to me. Everywhere I go. Everywhere I go. And my life is expanding. My life is expanding. To become my greatest desire. To become my greatest desire. Wow, today's podcast is one that I am going to keep in my pocket <laughs> anytime I need to remember my value, remember my worth, and remember exactly how this thing works. Um, make sure that you go to stephencanyon.com because that is where the journal is and that's going to keep us on track. I've spoken to KBs recently and they're on their fifth and their sixth journal. I just can't even, (laughs) I just, I think it's amazing because I know that I'm on mine as well. And that's at stephencanyon.com. Make sure you also follow Stephen on Instagram at stephencanyon. We post encouraging clips, quotes, and we put updates on there as well. 
If you would like to submit a question for the podcast or just a comment or just to say hello, you can do that at, at kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. And KBs, as your life is changing, and I know it is, make sure yeah. that you don't hide your light. Mm-hmm. Share your love with others. Share your light with others. Let others know what is happening in your life and that it could happen in theirs as well. Yes. KBs and creatives all around the world, we're sending out so much light and love to you, and have a glorious weekend, and we'll see you again next week. Thanks, as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.